Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Thoughts by DeVille D.I. I am your host, DeVille D.I. Man, now okay to lead off the show today. First of all, how y'all doing today? I hope y'all doing good. Matter of fact, I hope you're doing great. But uh, to lead off the show today, man, uh, I saw an article on Vlad TV where they were talking about this young woman, pretty hoe. It's what she called herself on social media. She's um, also called herself the most hated in L.A. Was sentenced to 15 years for sex trafficking. So she put she would lure women in via social media and, you know, have them do uh, sexual acts for currency. <laughs> yeah, I said I'm professional and I said that, didn't it? For currency. And then she'd keep all the proceeds. So she was pimping these ladies and uh, holding them against their will. And uh, uh, so she put up videos of her beating one girl with a broomstick and made her tattoo her name on her face and all, all type of things, all types of shenanigans, man. But then it made me think about today while I was um taking a break from work. I saw I was looking at the news because it was on in the break room and they were saying that 169 people were arrested in 11 day sting leading up to Super Bowl weekend in Atlanta 169 people and they did a breakdown of how many people were how many people uh were underage how many people were minors I think the young the youngest victims of the sex trafficking was 14 years old and it, that shocked me that it was it was such a large number of people that was rounded up during this thing. And it, it got me thinking. It got me and some of my buddies on the job talking. And we was like, man, how hard is it to protect your children nowadays? See, me, I grew up in the 80s. And in the 80s, you worried about some weirdo pulling up in a white van telling you he had some candy or telling you, you know, he had some puppies or kittens in the back. Do you want to? check them out and snatching you up off the street and riding off on you if you haven't go back dang i wish i had to check and see what episode it was but if you scroll through my past episodes i did do an episode of when deville di got kidnapped i tell the whole story about the time where i was snatched off the street see when i was younger we was worried about getting snatched up off the street and getting abducted but you know so we go through all these different fail safes of uh, trying to move into good communities and you know we're putting cameras in our homes we're putting cameras on our doorbells you know we're um we're moving into gated communities and doing all these fail safes to keep our children from being abducted but then the scary part about it is now in 2019 in the internet age children are going our children are going to the predators they're walking willingly to the predators and they're using these social media sites to you know get in the good graces of these children and making them all types of promises and giving them gifts and so on and so forth to lure them in and then boom we got them and you know now we're on a manhunt trying to find out where our children are and trying to get them back and they walked into that will and they walked right into the spider's web just straight off coercion not even you know what I mean? Being snatched off the street. And that's a real scary situation. That's why I monitor my daughters. 
social media stuff very heavy. Yes, my daughter does have social media, and she has it because she does art. So you know, she she does her little. Um, they're not little. I'm not even gonna disrespect my child like that. She does these amazing, you know, um, what do you call them? Depictions of cosplayers, and you know, she she'll draw different people from anime. It's mostly like anime cosplay people that she'll you know she'll look at one of their cosplays and she'll draw it out on her computer or her tablet or you know she does it a whole lot different ways but that's what she's into so that's the whole reason behind her having access to social media which i do monitor very heavily you know me and her mom we go through her messages to make sure nobody's messenger we always you know looking through who's following who isn't following you know who's following who she's following who's commenting i mean i look real deep because and i teach her that under no circumstances should you be talking to adults about anything on the internet if somebody comes in and comments hey cool pick that's one thing but nobody should be contacting you about anything especially business because you're a child and if somebody really wanted to do some business with you they have to come through us anyway because they legally can't do business with you see you have to have these type of conversations with your children we can't live in this um this fairy tale land where we try to sugarcoat things for our kids our kids aren't stupid especially in this day and age our kids aren't stupid so you got to give it to them straightforward and let them know the business, the ins and out of the business parts of things, you know, because that's, and I'm using that example because that's what is what she's into. Your kid might be into Fortnite, and so you have to explain to them that, hey, if somebody was thought that you were a great Fortnite gamer and they wanted to take you to a tournament or, or you know, uh, uh, do some video work with you, they wouldn't be contacting you. They'd be contacting us. They may initially say, hey, we need to, uh, we think that you're an awesome Fortnite player. So we need to get in contact with your parents because we think we can get you into, a, we had an opportunity for you. That's how that thing will go. You have to explain these type of things to the kid. And you also have to, um, I don't want to say you have to, but it's a, you got to make it to where you, you got to try to make your kids have a mindset of 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 not overvaluing uh, certain things because, you know, a lot of times it's just gifts. Like I, I did. A, I, I spoke on, in a podcast recently about a guy who used Fortnite to lure a girl in, you know, when he started gift sending her gift cards and, and you know gifts and things like that and to to lure her into being willing to allow him to come down to pick her up to take her him her back to his house you know so that they could have sex man you got to explain these things to you can you got to make them understand the value or the lack of value of certain things so that they cannot be you know just caught with their uh you know just caught and overwhelmed by the fact that hey somebody's offering me something somebody's giving you something you know it's not a good thing free lunches always cost too much well enough of that tomfoolery yesterday uh i asked you guys a question about how you felt about the whole uh liam nelson story the story that he told if you haven't heard it has always 
why haven't aren't you listening go back to yesterday's episode and listen to that podcast because the full audio is up and running on there so um he basically said that one of his friends was raped and she came and told him and he asked her what color was the person and you know then he wanted to go out and kill one of these black bastards not the guy who did it but just anybody who ran he who um ran up on him or 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 rubbed him the wrong way he was ready to knock a head off about that and i asked the question was you know do you think this was uh basically is was the statement uh racist things is this was this liam nelson admitting you know inadvertently that he was that he is racist or he is bigoted or whatever you want to call it or was this just an act that had to do with him being enraged uh due to the fact that his friend was raped and he was just you know off his hand he got threw off his handle for a minute because he did say you know that he was ashamed to tell the story he did say that he got to a point to where he was thinking um you know what am I doing so on and so forth but I asked you guys that question and I did have a response to that it was let me make sure it was who I who I'm about to say because I don't want to be disrespectful to him to my guy yeah it was D wins from D souls podcast right so I'm gonna uh let you hear his call in to the podcast right after I tell you about my sponsors so we'll be right back with it now in regards to Liam Nielsen now it's funny because last week I did a podcast in regards to this new movie called Widows uh Liam Nielsen and uh Loyola Davis uh they had a you know the movie opens up with them having a heavy heavy kissing scene I mean he's tugging her down you know what I mean and everybody got an uproar that I was talking to, like, you know, I was like, yo, what's up with that? You know what I mean? Where, you know, her having a black husband and now she's in the bed with this this man in the beginning of this movie. And it's so ironic and that just comes around the corner. <laughs> so, but um, I don't know. I'm kind of on both sides of the table in regards to that myself. Can you get mad at him for being mad about the situation and being enraged? Or is it a racial issue? But I don't know. But a good stuff, man. Be listening in. Take care. Be safe. Peace. Deville Di, D1 Legacy. What's good, man? Man, I was trying to send you messages, man. But Anchor is like not really cooperate with me today. But um, uh, just got finished listening to your um episode in regards to the uh, female or potential uh female NFL player. And, uh, yeah, you're right. Um, it depends on if they let her in there. But uh, if they do let her in, what's going to happen when somebody hits her the wrong way or touches her the wrong way, or even if they don't even let her in there, there's going to be protesting and outrage, you know what I mean? But the NFL is pretty much going in that direction because, you know, as you know, we can't, you know, hit, they can't hit no more and got kind of soft on me, you know what I mean? But uh, it's yet to be seen. And we will see uh, what direction it goes. Well, they do have male cheerleaders now, so who knows? Anything's possible. I'll be back in another segment. 
All right, though. So there you have the wins thoughts on it. I also threw in, you know, the uh, he did actually speak on two subjects: the Neem Leeson thing, and he actually he th- spoke on the female possible possibility of having a female uh, NFL player in the future. So I gave you both of those kickbacks. Now Neem let uh, Neem. Who the hell is Neem? Liam Neeson uh, since has been catching hell on Twitter from the you know the Twitter community. People are actually out here saying that they need, we need to cancel uh, Liam Neeson and we need to not support any more of his films. That they need to stop giving him roles and so on and so forth. And you know you're seeing a lot of people. Uh, Terry Crews, of course, Terry Crews spoke on it. Terry Crews has been speaking on. Everything lately. Why is Terry Crews speaking about it's so verbal lately? I have I have never heard about him having so much to say until as of late. But he spoke about it, and you know him and the rapper Wale they kind of went back and forth because Wale felt like he was defending Mr. Neeson, and you know Mr. Cruz was like, "No, nah, I wasn't. I'm just saying." And that's one of those. This this is one of those subjects. Jamel Hill spoke on it. Just all kinds of people have, have been putting in their two cents, you know, as they should, as I feel. I feel like these are conversations that we need to have as a community, not as a specifically as a black community or a white community, but as a community, period. We need to have these conversations, man, so that people can understand, um, like, for him to be at, for him to go on in an interview and tell this story, you know, so leisurely it shows that he lives in a world in mentally in a world where he he didn't feel like there'd be any repercussion for it he didn't think any there'd be any blowback from it you know he's just telling a story and it's a disturbing story to hear that you just was out just looking for a random person to exact it's not even revenge because you're not going after the person who actually committed the crime. You're going after the just a random person. You know, as I told my story, when I had my personal experience with having a family member that was raped, when I found out about it, I did go into a rage and I did want to hurt somebody. But I specifically wanted to hurt the person that did it, not just any random person. And, yeah, if I could have got to the guy. You know, it had been some furniture moving, but uh, gladly he was arrested and remained incarcerated until his trial and was convicted and is serving his sentence right now. So shout outs to the uh, Lowndes County legal system for that right there. Um, But I don't know, man, like you say, like I said on yesterday's episode, I, I understand. I personally understand how that can or will throw your whole mind state off to f- to find out something like that happened. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe he should have just kept that story to itself, you know. But that's neither here or there. We're going to keep this thing rolling. I did not have any questions for the Thoughts by DeVille segment. So, I mean, I'm going to need y'all to get these questions over to me so that I have something to think about. You know, feel me? You can do that by going over to Thoughts by DeVille DI Facebook page. You can post it on that page. 
feel free to post on that page comment on that page you know message me on that page that's what it's there for you can go over to instagram d-v-i-l-l-e underscore d-i on instagram on twitter at deville d-i and you know communicate with me let's get this whole back and forth going man so i didn't have anything you know submitted for today so i just found another story that I found interesting to talk about. There was a man who was arrested after he um, shot his wife. Was it his wife? Yeah, he shot his wife and another man at the after the Super Bowl party because his wife fixed this man's plate. His wife fixed another man's plate, and he lost his. Uh, he went. He got irate. You understand what I'm saying? And flew off the handle. And they say everybody left the party except this guy. And you know, uh, uh, when I say this guy, I mean the guy who got shot and the wife. The guy who got shot, I think, I believe, passed away. Rest in peace to him. And the wife is in um, the hospital with her wounds. And I'm like, damn over fixing somebody plate now i do feel i do feel that in certain situations it it could be looked at as disrespectful for his wife to fix this guy's plate but unless let's say i don't know the situation but for me it sounds like they were hosting the party now is a host host or a hostess at a party i don't see anything wrong with fixing somebody's plate because hey when you come to my house i don't necessarily want you all in my kitchen you know looking around and you don't know where anything's at so i might fix your plate for you it's the courteous thing to do when you have company definitely not anything to, to cause a beef about now if they were at someone else's house and his wife was just willy-nilly fixing plates that looks kind of odd i think it may be something deeper to it then you know just as got her fixing the plate for this guy i think the, the husband probably had some underlying suspicions or something going on about these two not saying that that makes it right because it completely doesn't you don't shoot nobody or fixing a plate you might would have kicked the guy out the house or something like that but i think it had to be some underlying suspicions that something was going on between these two is, is the reason why you know it excelled to that level tell me what y'all think man go over to the facebook page to the ig page to the twitter page and let me know what y'all think about this one but y'all didn't come here for that did you y'all came here for some morning discipline that's exactly what i'm gonna give to you so discipline for the day you gotta learn how to throw your weight around now yeah i am the same guy who told you that you should be nice and you should be nice to everybody and use that old cliche that you should uh, greet the janitor with the same the same way that you would greet the CEO and yes that is true I do stand on that and stand by that but at the same time you need to know how to throw your weight around and what I mean by throw your weight around is you need to know how to leverage yourself you know what I mean when you walk into a meeting when you walk into a negotiation uh, a lot of times we go in with the feeling as if we're the underdog and it's kind of like we feel as if the people there are doing us a favor by giving us the interview, by giving us the opportunity, by giving us the chance. Get that out of your head because they're not doing you any favors. Believe me, you are there specifically because of the skill set, the product, or 
or, or whatever it is that you're bringing to the table that is the absolute reason why you're there they're not doing no favors they don't have you there because they like you they don't have you there because they think you're cute they're there to see what you can do how it can benefit them and you know how they can get you to do it for them so when you walk into these meetings these interviews you have to walk in with the feeling of with the confidence of you need me you have to walk in there knowing that you are the junk i'm trying to cut down on my cursing man trying to attract some more sponsors you got to walk in there with the feeling that you are the junk you got to walk in there knowing that you're the man or the one man that is that it, it is uh how you say the best decision that they would ever make hiring you i tell this story all the time man I once went into an interview. It was a panel interview. I was in there interviewing with probably around eight people, and they're firing questions at me. Boom, boom, boom. You know, the standard questions, your leadership. Tell me about a time you had to step into a leadership role. Tell me about your proudest moments on the job. All that BS that they have in, in the template for, um, you know, employment opportunities. Now, they got around to this question that uh, – what makes you think that you are the right person for this job? What makes you think that you will be able to do, you know, this role? What makes you think that you will be able to perform in the way that we need you to perform? Because they were asking me to do something that I was, that was in my field, but it was a couple steps above what I had been doing so they asked me what what makes you think you can do it and you know what I sat there and I told them folks I said hey look somebody else does is doing it right so if anybody else can do it I can do it with the proper training and the proper time put in proper time and effort put into it I can do anything that anybody else is doing I don't see why it will be any problem for me to step in and do this and they weren't expecting that answer. You can know when the whole energy shifts in the room. I felt the energy shift in the room. They weren't expecting that. They weren't expecting this air of confidence, this air of security in myself when I said that. And I was able to do that because not only one, that I know it was true, but two, I already had a career <laughs> at the time. So it was like I'm already, I'm already doing, you know, I'm already sustaining myself. I'm just trying, looking for another opportunity. So, you know, I had no fear. And that lack of fear allowed me to speak freely. Quit being scared of these people, man. Learn how to throw your weight around. Learn how to leverage yourself. Take this information. Do what it what you will with it. But do get you a good breakfast because you're going to need that while you're out here getting shit done remember to be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated today either way you made a difference my friend and thank you for tuning in to the vld i thoughts by the vld i love each and every last one of y'all for giving me a shot to uh bless your ears with what i got to say and i hope that you tune in another day them is bars people now do me that one big favor i always ask you have an amazing day